0: Hurry
1: My friends, to the In Obscuria podcast, a podcast where we exhume obscure rock and punk and
0: metal.
1: And we put them in one of three categories, the lost, the forgotten, or the should-have-beens. I'm Kevin Williams. That's Robert Harrison. What's up with you? And now let's kick it back on over to Robert Harrison for our five-day weather forecast. Robert.
2: Uh, Florida man is happy he is not in Florida. Yeah, your
1: home state's having a little bit of a rainy day. G- getting a good hosing off. A little rainy day. By today. the
2: time everybody's hearing this, it'll be old news. But yeah,
1: will be. We'll just, be on to hurricane number four by
2: then. By then, there's probably a couple more in the Gulf. But yeah, they uh, reminded me of all the fun times when you find out there's a hurricane in the Gulf. You start having to watch the news, and I get made fun of by our friend Chelsea. Hey! Yeah. because she can ask me what the weather's like and I always know because it's just this time of year it's it's a habit to just kind of keep an eye on things and I'm in Atlanta it, right? it doesn't matter but it's just it, it, old habits it could, are it
1: could make its way up
0: here Yeah, it would it, be a we, pretty bad we've one.
2: had like a tropical storm at the the worst in Atlanta was a tropical storm alert yeah. but down there you start watching it about a week ahead of time and it can go anywhere and so you, you plan then you have to start thinking about three days ahead of time are, are we going to evacuate where are we going to go to we always had a place that my grandmother Grandparents house that was inland about an hour inland, like very north edge of Florida near the state line up there. So it was it was still safer than being on the Gulf. But anyway, are we going to board up the house this time? Well, I don't know. It's only her category two. Oh, and now it's a category three at the last second. Go grab everything to board the windows. And my dad, very smart man, he had aluminum panels made and had bolts embedded in the house.
3: Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right.
2: And so we always had At any time You could just throw them up And they were numbered And so you could just Yeah, it it took no time For us to board up the house And our house was about 15 feet above sea level Where all the other houses Were four feet above sea level And so the house is still Standing there to this day Where there's a lot of other houses That get rebuilt About every five years So you had that Do you have enough You know, gas All the emergency supplies Is your generator running And you go through This whole ordeal Well then there's the hurricane And then there's the fun Of coming home Do you have a house Cleaning up Yeah, you're driving You're cutting down trees Of course, my father Being Mr. Impatient And I'm a carbon copy of him We would pack the chainsaw With us So as we came back He wouldn't wait for Uh, you know, the National Guard to clear the roads. No, he was the National Guard. We were Mm -hmm. cutting down trees and moving them out of the way to get home. That drive to get home was so
1: strong. It was like, nope, we're just going to leave. Now, did he keep the wood for firewood? Well, I guess you didn't really need firewood. No,
2: first of all, it's Florida. Yeah, you didn't really need it. But, he did have a gas fireplace, just mm. for show, and we would, I swear to God, we would open the window and turn on the fireplace in December, because <laughs> he wanted that fire, that, you know, the ambience of a fire, but it was hot still. Well, I've been cold but, down there before, we even recorded it, yes, or I recorded it. It happens, but it's hard, so you come home, like you don't even know if you have a house, it gets old This is one of the reasons I'm up in the great white north of uh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. the tundra up here that I give me three more months till I start bitching and griping. So just enjoy me not griping because about (sighs) December 28th it starts kicking in.
1: Well I'm still Bitching and griping Because it's still hot Ah it's fine
2: It's just It's down to 88 degrees today You're wrong It was
1: cool You're wrong It's not <laughs> fine Until it's in the 60s
2: <laughs> When we have The swamp Like just On top of Last week's episode We actually got, have swamps We actually have The <laughs> swamps of Georgia Right now We Monday Or two nights ago We had The most ungodly Amount of rain I've ever seen here It was probably An inch and a half Of rain in an hour And so There goes all the Everybody's landscaping You see the piles of mulch That have washed out Into the street. Flooded basements. I'm already getting phone calls from friends. And then yesterday, had another hellacious storm about 8 o'clock at night. I had an event at the firehouse last night. And it was like, right, you could tell it was starting to break up. And people were getting ready to leave. They're getting their keys and their coats. And it just opened up. And everybody just stands there like, damn it.
1: <laughs> if we had left five minutes earlier. Well, I'm looking at my watch now. I'm wondering if it might happen again tonight. Oh, you never know.
2: Oh, that's right. Bring it on. We're all, we're good now. But yeah, yeah so it, last night was another, our friend had a tree fall on their neighbors House and I'm Chainsaw guy chained, No this is uh, Cindy Oh Our friend Cindy Oh okay Yeah she, This is like the Second tree from her Yard that is falling Backwards onto the Apartments behind her It's not her fault She has no liability But <laughs> for the second Time a tree has hit The same apartments Oh wow It's like the two years Apart they fixed them And now another tree Has fallen So it's just mayhem Around here right now But it's it's also kind of Like home So it, it's, it's a little Nostalgic Better but than I, home Better though, than home Because,
1: because I don't have To deal with, with all
2: that Crap yeah
1: Now I noticed on the News I was looking at some of the folks who had boarded up and they were showing apartments, and some people put up plywood, yeah, other people didn't do a thing, and other people just put a big X of tape, yeah, on the window, uh, which doesn't, which does nothing. It's a,
2: it, it, old school glass, it keeps it or it's supposed to keep it from shattering completely if it breaks, but new windows. they're going to just completely shatter. So it's more of like, I'm giving you thoughts and prayers that you're not going (laughs) to break. That's
1: just somebody who's like, I really don't Uh, want to go to the point of putting up plywood. That just sounds like work. I'm just going to put some tape on the window. That'll that'll be fine.
2: And speaking of X's, post-hurricanes, like after Katrina and some other places, FEMA and other emergency services come by and put an X on your house. And there's a code of how many people were found and different parts of the X means you found people alive or you found bodies.
1: Yeah, and, I I noticed that when they were doing all the footage a few weeks ago of Maui. Yeah, same thing. All the when they would take the camera down the street, all of the cars were tagged. Yeah, with if different they found, types of X's.
2: If they and there's a code, and I, I used to know it, but yeah, it's it's very gruesome and morbid mm-hmm. to see that as you're driving down the road because once you know the code, you start seeing. Oh my God! Yep, they found two bodies, and what would happen is these people would escape to the you know attic. Well, you can't get out. They thought, okay, let me just go up into the attic and I'll avoid this storm surge. Well, the storm surge keeps coming, and there's no way to get out of the attic once you're in there. And that's how so many people died, because instead of going up to the roof, they went to the attic. Well,
0: after
1: Robert bums you out. So that's just, you
2: know, our our fun talk (laughs) we have around here right now. So that's the joy of being around a Florida man.
1: Yeah, after Robert completely depresses you, go listen to Pot of Thunder.
0: You shouldn't be
2: depressed because
1: you don't live in Florida. You should be happy about that. (laughs) Growing Up Rock, Slamfest Podcast, Decibel Geek, A to Z Radio. Metal Up Your Podcast, The Hustle, Disciples of the Watch, Podcast Rock City, Sean Geek and Fast Fret Podcast, State of Amorica, Rock Strikes 10, Potter Than Hell, The Ron Keel Podcast, Shout It Out Loudcast, The Kiss Room, Ages of Rock, Retro Podcast, and don't forget about it, Monty.
2: Hey, 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 it's Monty. Monty's Rock. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs>
1: good. Yeah, I don't even have to edit that He's, one. No, i just I'm
2: taking his job. <laughs>
1: Hopefully he doesn't hear that. Oh, okay. So come visit us in Obscuria.com. We're still there. You go type that in. Did that's you where pay, we are. Did you pay to renew it? I did. I just renewed it. Awesome. So we're still there.
2: Because that's how we lost our band website all those years ago. I forgot to renew
1: it. Yep. Like us, share us. I used to say recommend us, but I don't see that that's an option anymore in Facebook. So just like us and share us in Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. I'm sorry, X. No,
2: call your friend on the phone and say, you know what? Listen to these guys. Yeah. That's even better. Just do that.
1: And then go online and give us a five-star review. Yeah, and then do that. Don't forget about and send me a sandwich. And send this sandwich. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of sandwiches, yeah. any uh, reason for me to hit a certain button? You done any work over... Over there in the old chef's corner upstairs. I made something that was pretty damn good, but
2: it wasn't worthy of a... Not I'll, worthy. Nah, I, it was delicious, but it was You're like... You're going to tease me like that? I nah, made something that was good. No, nah, it was turkey stew, like a soup, but they... Oh, uh, like
1: uh, okay. yeah. It was good. It okay. was really, it
2: was healthy, and that's why I'm not excited about it. Okay. Because it was like, oh, this is a good filler.
1: You've been doing way too many healthy updates. I need you to change your diet again.
2: Yeah, I'll just to talk to my doctor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys fight it out. Alright, so we mentioned it earlier, but we you're coming off another hot week and i don't like the heat and i tell you what after listening to last week's episode so good. our swampy mix of blues and southern oh, goth man i'm still so i drunk. loved that episode i just i loved editing it and listening to it again well, I can't wait for you to release it so I can listen to it again. Yeah, it'll be out in just a matter of days from when we're recording this. But, you know, from listening to it and just enjoying it, I felt like, Robert, it's still hot out there. It's still swampy. Our our yards yeah. are like swamps right now. So we should just continue. Sure. We should just go down this path. Absolutely, We need to keep our airboat sailing down this path this week. So I went back and I listened to our very first Swamp Things episode. That was episode 87. That was the summer of 2021. And I played a certain German band who you would Never think of a swampy... Did we ever research that to find out there's swamps Germany. in Germany? I'm sure they're bogs, remember? Oh, that's right. Bogs. Alpine. Alpine bogs. Mm, maybe. Sure. Yeah, way I like up it. high. But we played this German band. They're so damn good. I felt like, you know what? They sort of deserve their own episode. So that's what we're going to do. Episode 194, Grave Mistake, Zodiac. Should have been huge. Mm-hmm. Now, Zodiac is a band that we've actually played a few times On this show. So it's going to be a short episode. Well, no, it's not because they they have some nice long songs and they're nice swampy jams. But we played them three times on the show. We played them in episode nine, the worst episode I've ever done. Yes, they were one of the bands I played on that cold night in Florida. (laughs) So you probably don't remember that one. No. Then in episode 87, like I just mentioned, we played them on Swamp Things, number one. Yeah. And then most recently, we played them on episode 172, which is our Rock and Pod wildcard episode. And our friend and lead singer Lydia's Castle tried to uh, guess if that was the band mm-hmm. or not, and she didn't get it right. But, oh, but we didn't nobody care. got it right we didn't care. except for me. But no, we didn't care at all. Tanya Leanne, that's who I'm yes. talking about. Yeah, so we had a Zodiac song in that game. And so I just love this band. Most people probably reading this when it comes out will not know who they are. Even if you're a fan of the program, you may not remember that we played them, but they're a badass band formed in 2010 from Munster, Germany. Munster. It's just fun to say. Munster. And they were formed by... I'm going to try to say this here. Getting, I'm not German. Does, that, does it have umlauts? No. No, no it doesn't, months. but Munster does. I know, that's what got me thinking about it. Okay, Genos...
0: <laughs> Genos-, Genos-, Genos German?
1: Genos Rathmer. he was in a band called Long Distance Calling, and he started jamming with this guitar dude named Nick Van Delft. Oh, that's a great name. That's a great name. And they decided after jamming, they're like, we need to put together a classic 70s sounding blues driven, heavy, psychedelic band. And I would throw swamp rock and even American Southern rock in there as well with what they do. So they became Zodiac and they came on my radar via an Amazon suggestion back in the day, back in 2011 for their first album, A Bit of Devil and you know, I'm a visual guy. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I got the old suggestion, I looked at the cover and went, yep, yep, I'm going to like that. I know what it is. Because it was a visual of a 1960s looking grainy picture of a naked blonde bombshell who was cleverly covering all of her naughty bits. But it had that look to it. it. It looked kind of a culty, kind of gritty, nasty, like mm-hmm. those 60s and 70s biker chick movies, Ooh. kind of the vibe it was giving yeah. off. So I'm like, this is either going to be like Motorhead or it's just going to be straight up stoner metal. Mm-hmm. Took a listen to it it. And then I saw that song number three or four was a cover of ZZ Top's Blue Jean Blues. Okay. You don't don't see that one that often. You don't see a lot of people covering ZZ Top on their albums. Mm -mm. And sure enough, I listened to it. was not disappointed. The guitar is fantastic. I think you're going to really dig this dude's guitar. Whole band is tight, but it's really Nick Van Delft. It's his guitar playing and his singing. His vocals are just next level, unique, cool sounding, just cool you hear his voice like damn that's just cool i wish i sounded like that like the guy from europe da, da, da. Yeah. that guy i've always just thought that he had a cool voice yeah he does have a great voice what's that guy's name that guy is that dude joey something joey europe <laughs> yes it's <laughs> joey it was named after him joey countdown joey <laughs> joey Tempest. oh is that his name that's his name okay even better that's even good. better than Joey Europe. I don't
2: know. I'm going I'm <laughs> to think
1: about that. I'll let you know later. So like I said, we've played this band before. They are definitely obscure because they only even broke the German charts once in their career. Mm-hmm. They're no longer... Playing, and you know, we'll talk about that. They've kind of come and gone a few times. <laughs> but you know, it's hard when you're you're not top of the charts, and you know, have a bunch of money in your pocket. It's hard yeah. to keep going sometimes. But that, let's never, just... that never
2: stopped us. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did. We don't
1: play anymore. <laughs>
2: well, that didn't stop us. Well, that's true. It that's was true. our our drummer, Membridge. Yeah. It was members going. You know what? I got to go. Yeah.
1: You know what? I can make uh, money doing. I'm this. going over there.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Left turn, Clyde.
3: He got away now this time it's gonna be a april's yeah. right turn clyde right turn clyde
0: right turn clyde
3: right.
1: Onward. Or is it right turn, Clyde? Right. Either way. You're, uh, you're getting off one track. One of those. Yeah, I am again. All right. So let's just jump into Zodiac. And I never knew that this release was even out there. They did a demo in 2011 that they released at the same time as their first album when I first got into them. Mm-hmm. didn't come out until 2012, but I guess this demo is kind of what got them started and and what allowed them to continue on with some distribution. So this is their first release, an EP just called Demo 2011. And you're right over there. <laughs> I,
2: I, I swear I heard myself going, and I went, oh gosh. <laughs> Nose sounds. I, I didn't realize I was, I was close, but then
1: I heard... <laughs> As long as you don't have a whistle, you don't have the old man whistle. No, 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 cut that out. I don't want. <laughs> Sometimes I do. That's why I'm
2: very self conscious of that.
1: All right, so there's two guitarists in this band, and the second guitarist, Stefan Gall, and the drummer. I'm try it again. Janusz, I think it's Janusz. Janusz. Well, that, sounds, that, good. Sounds, that good. sounds good. That sounds good. That, that sounds, sounds German. That sounds German, right? Yeah. Janosch. We have German listeners. You you guys can just let us know how yeah. off we are. Just send me a voicemail. We're not from Germany. We don't know. Janos Rathmer. They spent eight years together previously in a melodic death metal band called Misery Speaks. Never heard them, but maybe I should go check them out. I'm not really much of a death metal guy, but every once in a while, it's all right. So when that band broke up, that's when Rathmer went and jammed with this guy, nick Mm -hmm. van delft and that's when he decided oh we're going to put together this cool 70s kind of sounding band and it was rathmer who persuaded him like let's get another guitarist i know this guy i've been in band with him for a long time and it works out because that guy stefan gall he ends up putting a record label they just put their own recording space and a record label together kind of make their own imprint and like we're just going to self-produce and we're going to put this stuff out on our own these guys are smart so that's how you do it and Like I said, we're going to start out with something from this demo that I only got when I finally found the vinyl of this first album. It had some bonus tracks digitally, and that's it was this demo that I had never heard. So we're going to start out with an epic blues rock masterpiece, according to me, from the demo. It's a longer song. But this is really, this gives you everything that Zodiac started off being and what they, even where they ended up. It's just like their whole journey is in this one song. You can just tell what this band's going to be. So we're going to play this song called Upon the Stone.
2: They lift that ending from. Oh my god, it's going to bug me the rest of the night.
1: I hear it too. Yeah. It's re- it's right on the edge of my.
2: It's seventies classic rock. It is
1: totally. Is it almonds or something like that? No. Anyway, is it that Focus song? Hocus pocus.
2: stop the podcast. Cause okay. We're not going to get
1: anywhere. Do we need to get the staff back here? I just and completely and ruined the rest searching. of the
2: podcast because my, my brain's going to be wandering. So what I was going to say actually was everybody loves a good Venn diagram, don't you? Sure. Do you know what a Venn diagram is? Of course is? I do. Okay, tell me. How do you want me? <laughs> no, I was joking because normally it's the other way around, but I'm like, yeah, sure. I totally know what you're
1: talking about. Well, how do you want to explain it?
2: Well, it's it's a thing where you got circles and there's the overlapping part. So this band, there's desert rock on mm-hmm. one side, a little circle with desert rock in it. Then there's a little circle with swamp rock in it, mm-hmm. and then there's a little circle with stoner metal. And then this band is just a perfect little circle that overlaps all three of those. Just and then there's a little
1: little Pink Floyd hovering.
2: Well now see You're throwing everything off I had nice symmetry <laughs> I designed is what, it what Space rock Yeah Maybe exactly. a little space rock Yeah it's there, a little too. bit of that There's another little circle With space rock in it And so it's got Like all the Just perfectly Because that could be Desert rock That could be swamp rock Either way But the progginess The slight progginess It wasn't mm. all that proggy But just the fact They stopped and started again right. Makes it different than Almost all of the Stoner metal Or swamp rock We've listened to Which is usually Just kind of a standard Power rock song In and out Three and a half minutes Maybe four minutes So that's what I loved About that And you and I Both discussed the name sounded very Floydian, and sure enough, yeah, they live up to it.
1: And what I loved is you did not get up. You did not get fooled by the false ending. I almost did. I looked up. I, I looked over and like, oh, he's still sitting down. He yeah. knows. I looked
2: up, going. and I'm like, no, you said Pink Floyd, so I'm just going to wait for it. But then the <laughs>
1: ending threw me off completely because i We'll figure it out. It'll come to us. Or we can just wait, and Steve Coldwell or Jason Kearney or I think it is Tony Griggs. Hocus
2: focus. Is it Hocus with, Pocus? Hocus focus focus with focus.
1: Yeah, you know, by focus. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll, that's f- it.
2: We'll, we'll leave it out there and let other people figure that out for us. How's yep.
1: that? I can just keep naming maybe listeners. Yeah. Just, please help.
2: <laughs> Dear Lord, help us. I've gotten us in a problem. All right. Uh, so that I like. And I am looking forward to, once again, listening to a band like this while I'm working on something. Because this is the kind of music that helps me just zone out, as you saw, and just... And that everything was everything else drift away. That was mm-hmm.
1: just from their demo. That was just from that the That was demo. just from the first demo. So they go on to release five albums. And we're going to go to the first one. This is the first time that I heard them. It was from this album called A Bit of Devil. It came out in 2012 as well. And my introduction, again, was j- just via... A, suggestion Mm. ai you know telling me that i might like this because Mm. i got something else and they were dead on i did i loved it damn algorithms and we've already played a couple songs from this album on previous episodes so i had to pick a different song and there were two songs that i really love and i thought, you know what? I should look up and see where they gigged because I don't know that they played the States. I never remember them coming Mm -hmm. ever that I saw that, you know, I got to go see them live. I assume they only played in Europe. And sure enough, they played the autumn of 2012 in Europe with Texas band called The Sword, who we've talked about before, and a band called Spiritual Beggars, who were two very similar classic retro inspired heavy bands. Not quite to the extreme that Zodiac to me, they could have literally been lifted from the 70s. Mm-hmm. But those other bands, Spiritual Beggars, is kind of like that too. But very similar bands, all touring. That had to be an amazing show. And the next to the last song is called "Coming Home." It's an epic, and it was the one that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. And it's one that they play every. When I looked up all the gigs and set list and all that stuff, they always play this song. It is always in the set list. It's it must be their song. It's, it's They're it's the comfortably one. numb, yeah. And they're Freebird. They have to play everywhere. But even the recorded version is over ten minutes. So, oh, they're, they're knocking on Marillion's door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm like, I just can't go there. So what I thought I would do is play another song that I see that they played on those early tours almost every show. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to go there instead. Not quite as long. It's, it's not only, quite a 10-minute song. It's only nine and a half. Yeah, exactly. And this is a song called Carnival. <laughs>
2: had this whole thing I was going to say about how you know we can compare him to Pink Floyd without any of the effects or any of the weird electronic stuff. At the very end, he throws that in. And just, and then they
1: launch you in a spaceship at the end. <laughs> blows me out of the water. <laughs> Son of a bitch.
2: Uh, that middle section had a very creamy texture to it. Did you notice that? Yeah, totally. Like the, the Ginger Baker and Eric Clapton and the uh, other guy, Bruce Lee.
3: What the hell did you just say?
2: Bruce Lee. was yeah. bass player guy? Jack Bruce. Jack Bruce, yeah, that's right. yeah, Jack Bruce Lee. That guy. Jack Bruce Lee, whatever, yeah. Nobody remembers him. (laughs) just a bass player. Yeah. But yeah, all of that together, for the most part, they did without electronic trickery. They had a little bit of crescendos and a little bit of texture to it, but it was just uh, the rhythm on the guitar does a good lead, but I like how much is going on with this right hand instead of just picking a lot of heavy strumming and as i grew up i started with acoustic for years and then went over to electric and my electric style was heavy handed on the strumming of the electric guitar like a rhythmic pattern instead of just percussive very percussive yeah because yeah. i mean i should break strings all the time because i was playing you're, it like an acoustic
1: you were used to filling in that void when exactly you didn't have a band
2: exactly that's a good way to put it and i never really changed that for good and, and bad but it's just the Way it was, and so with this guy is reminding me a lot of that because he's got a lot going on with just the the hard strumming on the guitar, not just the leads.
1: But there's still a lot of space yeah, overall. There's a lot of space it. and a lot of cushion to feel. You know, to let your ears kind of like, breathe a little jazzy. bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would wouldn't be surprised if these guys aren't schooled some probably they're german of course yeah but i mean nick van delft the voice i we haven't said anything about the voice Mm. yet but i it doesn't have a huge range but it's just the coolest one of the coolest voices i have ever heard it's Mm. just there's no other way to explain it to me it's just cool
3: and what's fonzie like cool what cool correct the mundo and that's what we're gonna be we're gonna be cool
2: i don't know the guy's name corrosion of conformity what's that guy's name? You Pepper Keenan. Yeah, so that it, there's comparisons to that constantly because they've got the desert stoner rock kind of thing going on too.
1: Now, one thing that if you're into Motley Crue, especially their first album, Too Fast for Love, there's something about the end of this song. So that whole coda mm-hmm. on this song that we just heard is reminiscent to Take Me to the Top, where it just sort of keeps going with that cool lead mick mars has an awesome lead mm-hmm. in take me to the top at the end of that song and for whatever reason i hear that here some people may go wow you've uh, like really stretching out there but nah,
2: go back and listen so. to it i think you'll hear it, it this came out well after that so exactly these guys were definitely we've already noticed a couple other riffs everything. that may have been tributes as we like to call them not rip-offs just tributes that they may have snuck in there you know. That's how it works Exactly We weren't
1: ashamed of that At no, all <laughs> man if Something rocks You want to rock Exactly. With it. Rock like it So let's move on The second album Is getting ready to Be recorded So that was all Everything we've heard mm-hmm. They did themselves That's all self-released Their studio Their production No outside help whatsoever After this album They did a little tour A little more touring And Napalm Records Gave them an offer And so their next album Comes out on Napalm Records Which is a, a very Substantial heavy metal label in Europe uh, happens to be the new label of The Gems oh. our favorite ladies formerly of Thunder Mother,
2: have signed with Napalm Records.
1: Anyway, they go to Napalm in July of 2013. They've already kind of recorded this thing, but Napalm puts it out for them. And the second album is called A Hiding Place. came out in October of 2013. And because they, they now have a label, they did three videos. So you can actually go on YouTube and look at the three singles that were released. They have videos out there that are pretty damn cool, not bad videos. Some performance stuff, but they splice it with some cool scenery and they got some recognition mainly due to the cover that they put on this album. So on the first album, they had ZZ Top cover Hmm. and that got my attention. This album, they do a longer song it's a cover, and I thought about playing this, but I just can't do it to you, Robert, because they covered Neil Young's "Cortez the Killer." You bastard! So we're not playing it. We're not doing it.
2: Dave Matthews, or was it?
1: Yeah, it was Dave Matthews. A lot of people have covered this song. Yeah, but he, his is pretty
2: badass. I'll, I'll listen to
1: the that the Neil but. Young. Ver- you should go listen to the Neil Young version. It kicks ass. It's I a think great I would song.
2: hate that the least of his songs. I, I really do. I think I would hate it. But I would hate it, but it's not like heavy really Neil much. Young. It's, yeah. a, it's a heavy. And song. That's okay. Like keep on rocking in the free world is big hit. Yeah, exactly. I only hate it when he starts playing the lead. (laughs) <laughs> like, shut up. Wow. What is that. wrong with you, man? Just put that down. Neil Young's awesome. Yeah. Man. But anyway, that's, uh, that's the stuff that I like. It's
1: the...
0: Do you know what just happened?
1: What? Captain Ryan just threw his phone across the room he's, again. He's out west of oh, right? well. well, actually, by the time he hears this, yeah,
2: <laughs> he's on his way over to my house. He does not like house. it when oh, you no, talk. He, he is on the way to my house right now. ill will about it's, Neil Young. It's a 50-minute drive, so i got time to get out of here. <laughs> you can put up your hurricane Except he shutters on your windows. You no know, I do have... I when my uh, my mother moved out of the house after my father passed away, they were selling it, and I went and took all the hurricane shutters with me. And I'm making art out of them here in, oh, awesome. in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm like, These, the new owners, screw them; they can get their own
1: hurricane <laughs> shutters. So
2: it's like eight hundred dollars worth of aluminum. I was like, this is the most methy thing I've ever done to steal aluminum from my own parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so I'm not going to play the Neil Young song, but it is a badass cover, and they do a great live version of it as well. It's on the next album that we're going to talk about. They actually have a, a live version of it as kind of a bonus track on there. But according to an article I read, so this next album comes out in 2013, they had to cancel a tour in the States. Oh man, this would have been so good. It was with Monster Magnet, oh. but their visas were denied. So instead, they did a European tour. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> so instead they had to tour Europe, they toured with Orchid in a band called Blues Pills, who we played on our last Woman Scorned episode, and we really dug them. They were bluesy, killer vocals. Oh, man, I wish I could remember Kind of Janis Joplin-y. It was like three weeks ago, man. Yeah, it was, yeah it's, it's been over a month, <laughs> Yeah, so I'll okay. give you that.
2: It's out of current memory then
1: now i looked on setlist fm that's where i go to check out all the old dates and the the setlist if somebody just happens to upload them they get in there it seemed confusing because it shows that they played a show in baltimore maryland which i don't think they did they were probably just on the bill Mm. originally but then they couldn't but it was monster magnet zodiac and atlanta's very own royal thunder oh my damn that would have been an amazing show Obviously, Zodiac did not actually come over here, but if that would have been the bill, man, that would have been good. How do they get
3: their
2: visas tonight? Are they felons?
1: Well, who knows? Terrorists? Who knows? Maybe they just, you know, when your last name's Hitler, it's hard to... No, I don't think anybody in there... (laughs) I don't think anybody had that name. I don't know. don't know what it is. That
2: probably comes up in a search, yeah. (laughs) A a filter. Uh, No. Uh, Mrs. Hitler, I'm sorry to say.
1: Sir, do you really think that mustache is a good idea? It's not Hitler. It's Hitler. (laughs) <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. I'm not playing the Neil Young song. However, you. there are two songs on this album that are labeled as part one and part two. The part one is a short kind of instrumental intro. I'm just going to go ahead and put those together because it's just badass when you listen to them together. Yeah. You cool is, with that? This is very Boston,
2: you know, one of their number four one, play. number four play yeah. and the other one or, you know, journeys. I can't think of the song now, but it's the, ooh, any way that you want it. Ooh. Oh. Cool the engines. Yeah.
3: What the hell did you just say?
2: No, that's not Journey.
1: Oh, that was Boston. Boston.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making me look good, though, because I was, I, was I was in a hole. I was still thinking Boston. I was in a hole. I was like, wow, I'm really embarrassed. I can't think of the name of that song. Still thinking Brad and You Dull. just saved my ass. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're a good friend.
1: You're a oh, good friend. Oh, yeah. I did that on purpose. Sure. <laughs> yeah, take one for the team. It's been a day, man. It's been a swampy day, and it's so swampy. here's some more swampy music for us. going to sit there for another mm. five minutes that's just good. oh my god that's so good to me yeah it's so good really you like I love that? it? i love it i do too
2: that is a great way to explain desert rock to people because not all desert rock is like this but this was so open and airy like mm-hmm. you're just looking out for you can see for miles maybe there's a, a crested butte A butte. A (laughs) butte. Booty? No, there's some type of mountain way off in the distance, but it's just open. This music is open. You had me listening
1: to a bass line. I know.
2: Kevin Williams, you had me listening to the bass line. And it was
1: nice and distorted and punchy and right in your face. And the drums were just perfectly melded with that. I I know it's a jammier song, but still, I feel like in 2013, if you would have thrown this on any surviving classic rock radio stations, Mm -hmm. anybody who loves that classic 70s, 80s stuff yeah. would just, their jaws
2: would be on the floor. But it was not too jammy. Normally we use the word jammy to describe bands that kind of...
1: I'm saying that, it, that meaning a longer on. song right. that it's has builds.
2: But it was perfect for me. It did yeah. not lose my interest at all. In fact, that was one. I was like, yeah, you keep going a little bit more.
1: The bluesy leads, I don't know where you are because I know he's your favorite guitarist of all time, yeah. but I just I hear the David Gilmour influence in <gasps> this guy's playing
2: all over oh, the place. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus.
1: Did I do it? Did I go there? Blasphemy. you know, not supposed to mention his name. <laughs> uh, not, you're not hearing it?
2: Oh, man, uh, I hear it. No, I just, I can't. Yeah, it's hard for me to compare him to anybody. You know, I'm going to say... That is close.
1: Okay. I'm just saying, I he's, hear the info. He's on a
2: pedestal that I, I know. I'm not even going to get
1: close to. I know who you You know true. me. I'm an idiot. All right. Well, let's see what you think about this next one. So, before releasing their third album, they went on a short Scandinavian tour with another band that we did called Audrey Horn, who just mm. happened to play this year's Ghost Fest. They did a great job. Yeah, they Still go on. Still
2: picking up beer cans from the damn phantoms
1: uh, out there. You know, the damn ropes. Yeah, so they do this thing called the Rock Revelation Tour with Audrey Horn, Grand Magis, and the Vintage Caravan, who's a band we've not played, the Vintage Caravan, but I do own two of their albums. I think they're from Iceland. You don't like, know that many yeah. bands from Iceland that rock. And th- these guys, so we'll have to get them at some point. Sounds we'll get like them something you'd hear
2: at Burning Man. I don't know why that... Mm, the vintage caravan. Mm. All my friends are out there right now.
1: Oh yeah, this is a whole different, having, whole having, different kind of thing.
2: It's better weather there than it is here. Imagine that. Better meaning, it's not 120 degrees. It's actually like in the upper 80s to lower 90s. Which, keep in mind, it's a. Dry, I'm using the rabbit ears. It's a dry heat. Oh, wow. And it's, yeah. There's So it no must justice. be
1: getting really cold at night, though. Uh,
2: I don't know that. Uh, I haven't checked in with that. But last year, it was horrible. It was like wind storms the entire week, brutal heat. And so this year, the ticket sales weren't the same because people were like, you know what? Screw this. And, of course, then this year, it's just absolutely gorgeous. Weather. But you said it was
1: muddy. You said it would raining. Uh,
2: two and days before the event. St- they had actually delayed the opening of the event where people come in to start setting up the art they delayed that for two days because it was a lake again it's, it's on a dry lake bed mm-hmm. so when it, it actually really does heavily, become a lake it becomes a, a lake again but it's a desert so it dried up in two days and wow. that keeps the dust down so i'm kind of like oh, oh yeah it's I kind should. of perfect yeah perfect conditions but you, all around you never know what the weather's going to be until about two days before the event so you can't wait and go i don't know if i'm going to go let me check the weather no you have to show up and be standing in line and then you go ah oh, Damn it. (laughs) It's that year. It's the hot year or it's the dusty year. But this is the in-between where so far everything I've seen. Of course, it's only halfway through as we record this that it could change at any minute. But, yeah, I'm kind of envious at this point.
1: Well, to your point, I feel like this band, Zodiac, are the perfect soundtrack for either a hot, humid swamp Yeah. Or just a hot arid desert. Either way, I think it works. Either way, either it's, way, it doesn't get you too worked up, but it yeah. might put you in a good mood. Exactly. And there's enough blues in there that you kind of get that backwoods swampy feel mm-hmm. to it as well. So let's go back to their third album here. So they do that tour with those bands that I mentioned, and then they record this album, which I think is probably their the pinnacle of their albums for me. It, it's the most varied. It's the most complex in their catalog. And the drummer even said in an interview that I read that they really try to hit their influences on this album of just all the varied influences. So they, they try to bring in the Zeppelin, the Pink Floyd, the Thin Lizzy, Stevie Ray Vaughan, the ZZ Top, the Joe Bonamassa. They kind of bring all that together and represent it in various songs. And I think they do a really good job of it. There's so many different types of songs on this album that it was hard to pick one. But I think I, I think I got one you're going to like. Again, this is another epic. It's just an epic song. It's a little swampier. It's not quite as upbeat as some of the other ones on this album. Iron Man. I dig it. (smans) Iron Man? Is that what? Okay, I'm going to throw it in right here. (laughs) I don't know if that's right. All of a sudden, just see if you're right. Was that
2: it? He got away. Son of a bitch, it's
1: killing me, man. You don't understand. It, it is Sabbath, isn't it? It's, yeah. If it's not Iron Man, it's another Sabbath. No, I think is you're it right. the breakdown of it, it,
2: when it does little breakdown. Oh my God, my brain du, du, du. is just
1: bizarre. All right, we'll, uh, we'll throw them. We'll throw those two things next. Yeah, next to that. each other. That's all right. No worries. We, we like to meander here. <laughs> That's what we do, so in the summer of 2014, they played all of the major European metal festivals, those summer festivals that are probably probably done by now. We're almost into September here, so I just I've always wanted to go to one of those. I want to go to Sweden Rock or one of those metal festivals, Vakken. Vakken A, man. I, uh, I, would, I would go. Let's do that, man. We should go. We should make that a, yeah. a quest.
2: We haven't had a midlife crisis in
1: a couple of years. <laughs> exactly. It's time to have another one. It's been a little bit. All right. So I'm going to play this epic for you. Just sit back and enjoy. This is called A Penny and a Dead Horse from their album, Sonic Child, that came out in 2014.
3: Where have you
0: gone,
3: sweet darling? You left me to die alone, with a penny in a dead hole, with a penny in a dead hole, with a penny.
2: You're going to make me do something that I just, a few minutes ago, said that I wasn't going to do. And? I heard David Gilmore. <laughs> Damn it. He was in there, wasn't he? It, it, it wasn't until he switched to the uh, electric slide guitar, yeah. and then the effects were guitar effects, just like Gilmore. Might, Analog when, effects. Yeah. That you
1: would turn with your hands. Yeah,
2: live at Pompeii, oh, yeah. sitting there, just... Sitting that, on the ground. I spent many, many an hour in my uh, crappy I've seen you apartment. up there doing that. Yeah, just... Even well, here. Even here, yeah. That was like nostalgia. I got a new effects pedal a couple of years ago that was called the Keeley Dark Side. I think it was all
1: it was supposed to be all of David's sounds. Yeah, it was David's like all of the
2: effects into in one, one pedal. pedal. They had all the knobs on it, and I, I blew it up plugging in the wrong DC adapter to it.
1: Oh, you don't have it anymore.
2: No, I destroyed it. Oh, no. It's just, you plug it in and it just sits there. I can't get it to work. So I'm going to buy another one. But yeah, I had too many adapters sitting there and plugged in one. It didn't work. I'm like, "Eh, let me plug in another one, not realizing. Too many volts? There were different voltages. Oh, no. I'm like, son of a bitch. But for a while, it was never any entertainment of making the most god awful sounds up there, like somebody was summoning demons mm-hmm. in my uh, speakeasy upstairs. So, yes, that absolutely brought back every bit of that vibe. Such an amazing song that was. I mean, wh- what'd that track in? Six, Seven minutes? Seven minutes. Seven minutes? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. Exactly.
1: That's kind of where this band sits. They're kind yeah. of in this, the seven minute zone, which may have something to do with why more people don't know them because right, that couldn't not get radio everyone playing. wants to listen to that.
2: It's it's too long for the regular rotation, but it's not long enough for the DJ to go take a dump and come back.
1: <laughs> well, I don't even know if they do that anymore. Even I never understood the satellite radio complexity of why they can't go further than they do with their song selections. I, I know there's a lot of internet radio, but those are harder to get established. But with like a,
2: the the normal an Sirius audience. XM, they've yeah. got an audience. They've got 150 the channels. Why
1: can't they do whatever they want? It's still the same. Same shit. Crap. Yeah. Yeah, I they, don't know.
2: They're the ones that got me listen to, to terrestrial radio again. I hated terrestrial radio for that reason. Went to digital and went, oh my God, after a few years, it's like, it's the same bullshit.
1: Well, I, I heard somebody in my office who's, I guess, a centennial is a young person as oh,
2: I was wondering what the next name was going to be,
1: and uh, they were they were making fun of a millennial, which is this, it's oh, interesting love, to see this that. now. It's yeah. interesting to see this, but they were making fun of them because they said something about satellite radio, and they're like, "You listen to satellite radio? <laughs> like that's an old yeah. thing now. And awesome. Nobody like listens
2: CDs. to that. Hey man, come look at my CD collection. Says well, nobody. They, I, don't they, I don't think they. don't think they know what that a that CD is. is. That's awesome. I love that. that they I'm, know what a cassette is. what what happy. Vinyl being Gen X, I, it's one of the best things. Like everybody makes fun of everybody, except for Gen X is always like, "Well, don't worry about them." Yeah, you know, we're always just kind of the, <laughs> eh, except for them.
1: We always thought they were
2: morons. Yeah, like, whatever. 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 The the joke was they were thirty years old at ten years old and they're 30 years old at 50 years old. I'm like, yes. That describes me perfectly. <laughs> it kind of is us. Yeah, I had a job. Yeah. I had a commute at 10 years yeah. old. I had my own key to the house. You know, and then We had to
1: do everything ourselves. Yeah,
2: everything ourselves. I could figure it out. Dinner, whatever. And then at 50, I'm doing stuff that I
1: probably shouldn't be. Yeah, we were still slackers and didn't want to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go figure Even, all but that we did. out. Yeah, we did. We worked our asses <laughs> off. We, but we it doesn't had,
2: mean we wanted to. We had the image of slackers, yes. <laughs> can't, yeah. It can't explain that.
1: Oh, wow. Well. So I've played all these amazing songs, and I'm— I bet you're wondering, I bet everybody listening is wondering, yeah, but how did they sound live? Could they pull (laughs) it off? Could they do it live? And in the autumn of 2014, they headlined for the very first time in Germany because Sonic Child in Germany was on the German album charts. They got to number 47 on the German album charts. Now, I don't know really the significance of that because I don't study the German album charts, but still, that's cool. You know, that's cool for them. What's going to go with it? It gets them a headlining tour in their home country that had to be amazing, and they recorded a lot of these for a live album that I'm going to play a song from now, and yeah, they can pull it off live. You're going to see here, this band could bring it. I wish they could bring it to the States, but apparently they couldn't get their visas. Denied. So anyway, this is the same year that they finally played Wacken as well. So the the mightiest of the mighty metal mm-hmm. shows in Germany, and they played it. I bet that had to be amazing for them, just the experience, but also to see them play there when you're you're getting mostly power metal and mm-hmm. black metal and death metal all day long, and some of the old thrash bands, some of the old power metal bands. But this had to be like just a breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. along with Danko Jones. You know, you get these two <laughs> bands, and like,
0: oh, oh, there's a little breather I feel for me. Breeze. It's oh. that. great. I don't have
1: to do the wall of death this time. I can, uh, I can a stretch break. a little bit, take a break, <laughs> get kind of hurt.
2: Take off the sore battle vest for a few <laughs> minutes. It's all itchy.
1: Oh, man. So I'm going to play the opening song from the album we just played, Sonic Child, but this is a version of it live. It's also the opening song of the show, and it's just blistering, blistering guitar. Turn it up as you're listening to this. As it gets closer to the end in the coda, just go ahead and turn it up because you're going to want that guitar at the end just to blow your brains out. It's amazing. Got it. Swinging on the run.
0: Good night.
3: Swinging on the run. you say you talking hand hand you missed your blame give the people what they want close the door All
2: I thought you might like that That one. That was very, very, very nice.
1: Can you imagine seeing that at (sighs) Bakken after you've seen 15 death metal bands? Lord, that
2: is the... I'm not going to call it a palate cleanser because that usually means something kind of bland. But it's, it's that you're exactly right. It's the refreshing breeze the on a soul hot summer day.
1: Exactly. <laughs> oh, I just got my soul back. Yeah. Let me just.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. Okay. This, am I really here? Okay. The uh, the leads on that. That wasn't the Gilmore lead. That was the Bottomassa five other blues guitarists. A little Clapton in there. Clapton, right there. Uh, Robert. Uh, oh, God. What's his name? From Then Lizzie. Wasn't Robert? Not Robert Johnson.
3: What the hell did you just say? <laughs> no, Robert
1: Christ. Johnson was definitely not De- then. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know.
2: I, I, know. I, I said it was. I'm just saying. That I'm st- stumped on them. Just the Scott Gorham and was there one named Robert? Yeah, the, his later stuff, like in the '90s, was I still got the blues for you. He had a. Hit with that? You talking about Gary Moore? Gary Moore, God, damn, I'm, I'm thinking I got Robert Cray on the brain. Okay, it was Gary Moore. Yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. Gary Moore had that hit in the '90s. Had no idea who the guy was, but they were playing that on classic rock radio, and I thought, oh, that's a cool musician. That yeah. you
1: know must be oh, a new man. guy. Yeah, some Gary Moore. That's that's what shit. it was reminding me of. Yeah, just and that's the first song. That's what yeah. they're <laughs> opening with. And you're like, oh my god, like, just keep going, dude. I'm glad I got a big beer. I don't have to go wait in line oh, anymore. Yeah. That's like like butter on a big slab of toast with some jelly, mm, man. That's some good shit right there. It out. Mm-hmm. A biscuit. Damn yeah, it, I'm hungry. <laughs> all right, so they do that. So all of these songs that we've played, they've been very epic, mm-hmm. very bluesy. They've all been kind of these building, and and they always have this middle section. Yeah, you know, the middle. It's not the middle eight for them. It's like the the middle twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> where they, they just go on. It's and, as long
2: and... as most people's pop songs.
1: So when they got to their fourth album, they decided they were going to be more focused, tighter. Sure. You know, just kind of get back to the hard rock and metal that yeah. where they started and not meander quite as much because they had done that. This so It sounds they... like
2: me making New Year's resolutions. That,
1: oh yeah, I'm going to go
2: work out every day. <laughs> tighten, and up, and tighten up. Go jogging. Tighten
1: Yeah, right. Whatever. So that's basically what they give us on their fifth album called Grain of Soul. Kind of multiple genres within the hard rock spectrum. Kind of stoner metal, kind of grunge in some places, a little bit of alternative. So they're kind of freshening up their sound just a little bit. They released this on July 29th of 2016 and they go on another European tour. And I got this album, I believe a couple months after it came out because their stuff, if I wanted to get the vinyl, it always was a few months before we actually got it in the States for some reason mm. to when it was released in Europe. Um, but anyway, I get the album, I'm listening to it and I look on their Facebook and I see this. This came out in January... 30th, on January 30th, 2017. Unfortunately, we don't have good news for you to start off 2017. Due to personal issues within the band, we decided to close this chapter of Zodiac. We would like to say thank you to all of you. We had a ton of memorable shows in the last five years. We met so many cool people who gave us their support. It was a really hard decision for us, but we will keep up the musical activities in a different constellation. So we are looking forward to seeing you guys again soon. We'll keep you posted. Zodiac. Zodiac. Ah! He got
0: away.
1: So that was January of 2017. So I literally got the album. I've only listened to it a few times, and then I find out they're they're no more. They don't exist. They don't exist anymore. But this album's pretty badass. It is shorter songs. It is punchier. It's a little bit different. And I would have loved to have seen where they would have gone from Mm -hmm. here. But this is what we got. This is the last album. I'm going to play the final track. Off of this album, it is the title track, Grain of Soul.
2: shorter but it still has that epic quality to it just a really big song even though it's not as long
1: yeah and it definitely owed a little more to the 90s they brought a little bit of grunginess yeah. to that's <laughs> that sound i could almost hear some alice in yeah. chains in there they, they moved away from the led zeppelin yeah. and the blues players too yeah. now came out in 2016 yeah. so they you know they like oh we'll just go 20 years this way exactly <laughs> just keep, keep it 20 years at that point yes I, yeah i uh You know, that's the swan song from their swan song, and it's fitting. Mm It still has the bluesy lead at the end. I don't know why Nick Van Delft is not a guitarist that people talk about. Mm -hmm. His leads are just fantastic. I, I mean I, there's just so much feeling so much soul in mm. his playing yeah there's and, not a
2: theatrics there's, there's soul and there's technicality but not the theatrics
1: he, he rips just a little bit he rips when he needs to but mm. it's more about his bends and yeah. the way that he gets the emotion out of his fingers and and that's in the Gilmore category exactly that's what I love about him it's kind of this, the singing guitar exactly like, yeah I don't know he just, just does it really well I'm just surprised that more people don't know this band I'm surprised they didn't get bigger even in the circles that they ran in
2: so they're going be now they better get ready to get just pennies of residual income coming in from all of us downloading this music right exactly
1: well so i said i read that in 2017 i thought it was over Mm -hmm. but wait but wait there's there's more more. (laughs) yes in november of 2018 this came on facebook just kidding just
2: kidding we're not breaking up that was april fools to make it short we
1: are back After the breakup two years ago, we ran into each other, had a good talk, and we sort of refused to sign the divorce papers. It just felt right to go back to the rehearsal room and to play the tunes we love. And of course, we've missed you.
0: Guy!
1: And so they go back and they start touring again and they do only shows in Europe again. But I pulled this flyer up off of Facebook this was a show they played in 2021. I'm just going to read you the the bands that they played with and just let you know what we missed here. Glenn Hughes was one of the headliners that night. Also, Phil Campbell of Motorhead. Filthy Phil. Yes, Phil.
3: What the hell did you just say?
1: No, that was Filthy Phil. That was Animal. No, I'm getting confused. There was a bunch of Phil's. Oh, Phil okay. Campbell and The Bastard Sons is the name of oh, his. Oh, that's not Filthy gr- Phil. Now you're making me... T- <laughs>
2: I'm making you question. Filthy me. animal
1: was the drummer. Filthy,
2: well, animal, yeah, Muppets. Filthy, I, I told you anim- that was
1: my favorite. <laughs> Never mind. Phil Campbell was the guitarist. uh, Oh, okay. Okay. okay, Yeah. Anyway. He was very clean. He had good hygiene. The guitarist from Motorhead is also headlining this festival. This is in France, by the way, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's beautiful. And then a band that we've played before that we both really liked, it was a Prague metal band called Leprous. They're also playing this Mm -hmm. festival. Then you have the Night Flight orchestra oh we've heard of them and then uh one of those swedish bands called heat you also have brian downey his band playing only thin lizzy stuff he was the drummer from Mm -hmm. thin lizzy so playing thin lizzy tunes and then zodiac
2: nice lineup
1: wow of course we didn't get any of that but you know if you were there and you saw that in france in 2021 or Mm -hmm. 2019 whenever this thing happened had to be amazing so while i was waiting for their next album we got this message in 2021 on facebook after the pandemic. So they made it through the pandemic because by, yeah. by May of 2021, oh, yeah, it was we, pretty all, much, we was pretty much everybody was kind of like, screw F it, you, we're done. We're done. <laughs>
2: Whether or not it was technically over, yeah, yeah. we exactly. were done. You exactly. and I were done.
1: Yeah, May 11th, 2021. Hey friends, as the pandemic hopefully slowly comes to an end, we unfortunately have to inform you due to numerous factors we have decided not to continue. We wish everyone all the best and strength, especially in these crazy times. Thank you all for the support. May our paths cross again on another adventure in the future. Take care. What the hell? Come on, guys. Like, you, you break up, you get back together, you break up again, and this is where we're left right now. We don't know what's going on.
2: I got some good songs out of doing the exact same thing, though. You you recall, there was some good material coming out of the second breakup.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But we didn't get another album. So they came back, yeah. and before we could get another album, they they split up. That's what we have. So I thought, what the hell? I mentioned it earlier mm-hmm. in the episode. Just going to play it out. This amazing song. Just so why don't we just play it out? Play it out, play it play out, out? man. They do play it every single show People that they People can turn played. the
2: dial if they want yeah. to to another station. You
1: go ahead and, fa- yeah, you go ahead and fade this out on your own. <laughs> fade. Exactly. We're... This is self service. Just, just Yeah, just
2: take your phone. Yeah, just start just doing slowly the slowly take the volume yeah. down. Whenever you want to. As you get this to the to
1: you. eight, nine minute mark yeah. on this If you song. want to hang in there, that's great. I got nothing better to do. If you want to pull a, like that band. What was that band? You know, they had that song, I Love It Loud, and it faded out, and then it came back. It wasn't in. really loud. But then it, it came a, back yep. in and got really loud again. What was her name
2: again? We like it crescendo.
1: It's been a while
2: uh, Oh, I know yes. You are seriously Going to blow out The microphones Every time you do that It gets worse There's your kiss <laughs> okay. I'm supposed to back up Yeah, you? you're supposed to back up Oh,
1: uh, well I don't know these vocal That's degrees. what Mar- Mariah Carey does You sing mm. her back in the way. Yes, right when she <laughs> <has> been- <laughs> God yeah. Anyway if you want to do that on your own, you can do a I Love It Loud, you can fade it all the way out at like the eight minute mark and yeah. then start to slowly fade it back in. It'll still be
2: going. Or do like them, like pretend you're gonna fade it out and then come back again and then fade out a second time.
1: Yeah, this is true. This is true. So Please. we might as well play it. We'll see you next time, folks. See Later. This is coming home from Zodiac. They should have been huge. I don't know why they Motley Crue cover, my favorite. I'm on my way.
3: A long ride Looking back On a dark night Pass through the valley Winds are whispering My My reality was so gone empty You see Winds are strong But I must Hold on
0: It's been a long
3: time Come in Strong. It seems to me all I got is them memories Etched upon my soul forevermore Give me one more day, I surely know